What's up, Active Lifers? Welcome back to the Active Life Podcast. I'm Dr. Sean Pestuch, and I'm your host. And you don't need marketing. You don't need more leads. You don't need a tactic that is going to bring more people in the door. That is not how you're going to grow your business if your business is one that is built on value. And I remember when I was a gym owner and people would say, you just got to do a better job. I was like, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. And the reason why I used to feel that way is there was never anything tactical or tangible that was taught to me about how to do a better job. What does that mean? How do you do a better job? And like everybody else, I was in the market for more leads. How do I get more people to join this gym? That's all I wanted to know. And I promise you, I promise you, that was the wrong thought process. That is the right thought process when you sell Coca-Cola. It is the right thought process when you sell products. It's even the right process sometimes when you sell services. But there's a level of scale that is appropriate first before we start focusing on the marketing. And 99% of fitness businesses out there are not at that level of scale. So that is not the right way to be thinking right now. It is not the most beneficial way to be thinking right now. And the more that you think about it, the more it's going to hurt your business. And I want to tell you a story that's going to help you understand that I know this to be true. When you start focusing on marketing, early on, it's intoxicating. You acquire one client, then another, then another. And if they're high ticket clients, you're like, oh my God, I just made more money in a month than I made in the last three months combined. All because I started selling this expensive thing and marketing it. That works. It's intoxicating. And I understand it. But business is built on marketing and doing it like that. Require more and more and more and more and more marketing as you go. Now, you might be saying to yourself, yeah, well, isn't that the idea? Is, aren't I trying to be a really big business that is marketing driven? And the answer to that question is maybe you might be. But most of the time, no. No. When you grow a business based on marketing, it can be exhausting. When you grow a business based on doing the fundamental things extremely well, it's the opposite of exhausting. The way that you grow a business is no different than the way that you grow a healthy body. So here's my story for you. And I didn't even remember that this story was true until I was recently speaking with um, my mentor, Ken Andruco, and one of our newer clients in ProPath. We were talking about what it means to have financial scarcity. And I started telling the story that I remembered when 
I would wake up every day and check my bank account because I had been watching things like Grant Cardone on YouTube. You know, that whole crew of here's how you make money on YouTube. And all of these people were telling me, if you don't know what's in your bank account every single day, then you don't understand your business. You need to check your bank account every day. So I was like, all right, got it. That's what successful people do. I'm going to check my bank account every single day. And what happened when I started checking my bank account every single day was I started getting upset because I didn't like what was in my bank account every single day. And then when I would wake up in the morning and check my bank account and not like what I saw in it, every conversation that I had throughout the day was a conversation meant to increase the dollar amount that was inside my bank account. When you're looking for ways to increase the dollar amount in your bank account from one day to the next, instead of from one year to the next, one quarter to the next, one decade to the next, what happens is you start to think about how do I get more money in that account right now, which I understand why that might seem like a valuable thing to do. The number one way to do it is find more people to come and pay you. So what did I do? I started thinking about all the different ways that we could market for the gym. What are all the different ways that we could start trying to acquire new members to come and join this gym? And what I lost sight of when I did that is what are the reasons why there aren't enough people in this gym? What are the reasons why the people in this gym aren't paying enough money? What are the reasons that we constantly need to go out and find new people to join this gym? I lost sight of that. And When I started having conversations with people, something that I didn't even realize at the time was that everybody understood what I was trying to do. Everybody knew that I was looking to get more people to join my business. And so it became harder and harder and harder to get people to join the business because all they ever heard was join the business, join the business, join the business, join the business, join the gym, join the gym, join the gym. And it's obvious to most of you when you look out into the world, especially of what goes on in in bigger box gyms, when they manipulate the initiation, right? Like, oh, no money down, one month free. This month, you get 50% off on initiation. This month, if you bring two friends, all of these things. It's a gym I walk by on the way home every day, and it's like, refer X number of people, get X number of dollars. It's a big thing that hangs behind the front desk. And I'm like, wow. What does that say to somebody when they walk in the door? What what, what it says is we don't really value you. We value what you can do for us. That's what a sign like that says. And as a business owner, you might not realize it because you're thinking, well, I'm giving something to them and everybody wants to get something. And that's what the sign in the business is going to do for me. It's going to let them know that if they do this for me, I'm going to do this for them. What it's really telling people is... You're not enough. You're not enough. We need more of you. And if you go out and bring more of you, we'll pay you for it. But they don't work for you. When I work with gyms who who want to create culture change, which is, by the way, all of them, one of the things that we often discuss is 
compelling people to do things rather than commanding people to do things, especially as it pertains to the personal training department, the trainers, the coaches in the gym. You can't command people to do things and expect them to want to do them for a long period of time. And when you are running a business that is heavily marketing driven in a gym, what's happening is you're constantly getting an inflow of new people who need a level of service that you may or may not be offering. When you bring people in with really good offers and and lead magnets and all of these things to a fitness business, you have to be really careful how you do it. Because most of the marketing-heavy content that you're going to see is going to offer people things that seem too good to be true financially. And so they feel foolish not to say yes to it. Then they say yes to it. And then they get into your service. And in the beginning, it was too good to be true. You did do everything that you told them you were going to do. And they were like, this is amazing. And then four, five, six months later, it's no longer too good to be true. What, What they're paying for now aligns very well with what they're getting. And while that might seem like the ideal scenario, if you go way back in the podcast, you'll remember that I had a guest on who talked about the human experiment in which in order for people to take a 50-50 bet on a coin flip, they needed to get the award of 200% of what they were putting up in the bet in order to take the 50-50 guess. Meaning, when asked people, if I gave you $1 and you give me $1 based on a coin flip, heads, I give you a dollar, tails, you give me a dollar. People didn't start saying yes more often than people said no to taking the bet until the bet was coin flip. Heads, I give you $2, tails, you give me one. Once it got to two to one, people started to be interested in the bet. Before that, not interested. So what happens in your business is you make these incredible offers up front. You become very marketing heavy and things go really well for a short amount of time. Then people settle into your business. And it's no longer giving them twice as much value as they're paying for. But they were used to getting twice as much value as they were paying for in the beginning. So while you would say what they're getting on the back end is absolutely reasonable, what happens is it's actually a decrease in relative value compared to what they were getting in the front end. And people don't remember what they got in the front end as something that they're supposed to reward you for forever. We live in a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately society. The best businesses in the fitness space are growing their membership based on referral. And I know that that's like the, the unicorn of membership and, and anybody who can get referrals, well, well, that's somebody who's a bonus. Those are bonus on top of your membership, but they're not. So let's go back to what I was talking about before where I, I would hear that you need to do a better job. And I was like, fuck you. Like, what, what does a better job look like? I'm doing the best I can here. I want to talk to you about what a, what a great job looks like. And I don't need to tell you because a great job in your gym is different than a great job in your best friend's gym. All I need to do is ask you a few questions and you can decide for yourself what a great job looks like. 
then you can decide if you're doing it when nobody is watching and nobody is paying attention. You can be in your own room, in your own car, listening to this podcast, making decisions for yourself. But the reality is you're going to decide what a great job is. You're going to decide if you're doing that or not. The market is going to tell you if you're right. What I want you to do is I want you to picture for a second the the person in your gym who you like, they're a good person, members like them, coaches like them, you like them. And they've been coming to the gym for six months or longer. And they came because they had some aesthetic goals. They wanted to lose a little bit of weight. They wanted to be able to move a little bit better. And they wanted to get ready for summer ahead of time. This person, in particular, hasn't improved at all. What I want you to ask yourself is, why not? Why hasn't that person improved? We all like to look at places like Planet Fitness and say, oh, they want you to pay and not show up. It's 10 bucks a month. And they want you to pay and not show up. Your gym isn't 10 bucks a month. It's a lot more than that. And even worse, the person is showing up. And they're not getting results. So why not? Now, I understand what you might say. I can't force people to do all the right things. I can only show them what the things are and then give them the opportunity to do it. True. But are you any better than a Planet Fitness who would take your $10 and not even have you come into the gym. If you're taking somebody's $100, $150, $200, having them come to the gym and giving them a service that doesn't give them the answer that they came for, are you any better? Maybe you are. How though? How are you better? Now, take that how you're better and expand on it. How could you be even better? I want you to start to make a list. And on that list, I want you to write down all of the things that you could do if somebody was paying you $1,000 a month to come to the gym. If that person who you just pictured was paying you $1,000 a month instead of what they were paying you, is the way that you would serve them different? Would they be getting something different than what they are getting right now if they were paying you a thousand dollars start making a list of all of the things that you would do for them if they were giving you a thousand dollars a month when you're done making that list and by the way timestamp this and then come back to it when you're done making that list i want you to look at what on that list could you do for free What on that list could you start doing for people right now that wouldn't cost you any money at all? And then I want you to start doing those things. Then I want you to start taking a look at that list and I want you to ask yourself, what are the things on this list that would cost me some money, but not a lot of money? Let's say some money, but not a lot of money equals less than $20 per month per person. What are the things that would cost you less than $20 per month per person if you added it to their membership experience. 
Make a list of those. Then make a list of things that would cost you about $50 per month per person. Then go all the way up $100, $200, $500. Start making those lists. I got this idea from Airbnb. They have something called the 11-star experience. And the idea of the 11-star experience of Airbnb is five stars is the house was open. It was clean. And everything was where they said it was going to be. They said there'd be four bathrooms. There were four bathrooms. They said the toilets would flush. They flushed. The stove turned on. Great. No one's raving. It just was what you expected. So they started to look for what would an 11-star review need to be. And when they started looking for what an 11-star review needed to be, they actually started to incorporate a lot of things that Airbnbs were doing that didn't cost any money or very little money at all to create much better experiences for users, which made them much more likely to give really good reviews and much more likely to be uh, repeat visitors and much more likely to refer friends. Simple examples that came out of this little experiment were things like provide a little notebook for people when they arrive that lets them know what they should take advantage of in your town. Um, stock the bar. Ask them if there's a grocery list that you would like to have available in the house when you get there and charge them for the groceries. Little things like this made it much easier for Airbnbs to grow. And when you go to the 11-star review, some crazy, ridiculous stuff starts to come out of it. So I'll give you some examples that I remember uh, when I was reading about it. The 11-star review was like you show up at the airport and there's a car waiting to pick you up and your favorite band is playing for you when you land. They're celebrating you arriving. There's a chef in the house making you your favorite meal. All of these kinds of things. And of course, that's unreasonable. You're not going to do that kind of stuff for your members. But the way that they were able to tailor that down to what can you do are things like, well, who is their favorite band? Could we have that music ready to go when they get there. Who is their favorite chef? What is their favorite kind of food? Could we make them reservations at the restaurant that serves that kind of food when they arrive? That they can cancel should they choose to, but they wouldn't have gotten the opportunity to go to that restaurant without the reservations being made for them by us. What is the thing that they love to do? Do they want to learn how to surf? Why don't we get them surf lessons with the most in-demand surfer local in our town who they would never have known to look for and never could have gotten a lesson from had we not booked it for them? These are the kinds of little things that Airbnbs started doing that made them much more in demand. So what could you do for people when they show up to your gym? What could you do? On their birthday, could you be playing their favorite musical guest? I could, if it was my wife and she showed up to the gym on her birthday, if, if Rod Stewart was playing, she'd be pumped. Now, everyone else might not be pumped, so that might not be the best move. But it's the essence of the idea. Start thinking about what you can do for people. What is the unexpected love that they are going to get above the cost of what they're paying you? How often are you checking in with them? How often are you asking them the second question? How are things? Good. Yeah? Tell me how you know. That's the second question. Make sure that people are getting results above and beyond what they expected from your business. Make sure that people are getting support above and beyond what they expected from you. And what will start to happen is those people will start to tell their friends about you. 
the number one way that we acquire new gyms and new coaches into our programs at Active Life and new one-on-one clients at Active Life is our existing clients tell people about us. We haven't run an ad in, Jesus, like eight months. We just started running ads again for one-on-one. We haven't run an ad in like eight months. And we're still getting new clients. Where are they coming from? Some of them are coming from Instagram. Many of them are coming from conversations they're having with our existing clients who are getting great results. In fact, I had to tell one of our clients not to refer their friends yet because we weren't ready to take on new clients the size of his gym. That's the truth. He's been begging to send us new clients. The reason why I wanted to talk to you about this today is because I know that there's all that glitz out there about marketing and you believe you're doing a great job and I believe that you are trying your best. I also believe that you are trying the best that you know how to try and I believe that there's another gear, multiple more gears. I think that the reason why you're not pursuing those other gears is because it's easier not to ask yourself the questions about the person who's not getting the results than it is to look at the results of the person who is and put them on your Instagram and put them on your website and put them on your Facebook. And I understand wanting to celebrate and, and live in those highs. And I understand the need to market when that's where your business is focused. I promise you, the way that you are going to be able to build a long-lasting, successful, meaningful business is by being good enough at marketing to make up for whatever losses you have month over month. Because you are going to lose some people. Retaining everybody and getting everybody to refer is a pipe dream. People die. People move. People don't like it. All of these things happen. You sign up the wrong people. It's inevitable people are going to leave your gym. If you're looking at an 80-20 split of your focus, I am imploring you to make 80% of your focus on making your gym better and 20% of your focus on acquiring new people to join it. And I know that right now you are spending 80% or 90% of your time on trying to figure out how to get more people to join. Whether you're prepared to admit that or not, I know that it's what you think about. And I want you to start thinking about how to give people transformative experiences that they remember for their entire lives and tell all of their friends about. Because that is what's going to grow your business. That is what's going to make you great. And that is what's going to help you sleep at night. If it's something that you want help with, you know we're here to do it. Send me a DM at Dr. Sean Pastuch. Otherwise, I look forward to you sharing this on your Instagram account. I look forward to you tagging me in your stories. I look forward to you sending me DMs about this episode. And I would love to hear stories of what you learned about yourself and your gym through listening to this episode. I answer every single message. Turn pro. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Active Life Podcast. Remember, if you feel inspired by our vision, to humanize the healthcare industry, professionalize the fitness industry, and empower individuals to live their lives, to reclaim their physical freedom, to develop careers, helping people reclaim their physical freedom. All you need to do is head to activelifeprofessional.com, find the appropriate link that represents you, 
can get in contact. We'll see you there.